Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our next guest co-founded his company in 2015. His equipment sharing platform connects owners of high-quality yet underutilized equipment with its network of trusted renters, who it says need it most. Please welcome Kevin Forstel, co-founder of Dozer. Kevin, welcome back to the show. Hi, Peggy. Thanks so much for having me on. So, Kevin, you know, the last time we talked, we were talking about all this idea of renting equipment and things, but I think today we should really talk about what are some of the challenges. We've been talking about the ELD mandate um, on the last segment and now I think I'd love to talk to you about what are some of the challenges of this fleet management and what you've been seeing in the last few years, because I know that you see a lot of things out there because of all the equipment that you guys are renting. What's your thoughts? What's happening out there? Sure. Well, I guess uh, specifically uh, around, um, <clears throat> I think the, the challenges uh, are the rising cost of equipment. I, I think that it, uh, contractors are finding it really hard to predict what the quantity of work on hand will be, you know, in this economy for call it next year and the year after. Um, I'm also thinking that, uh, you know, it's really hard to predict and make a commitment to equipment, uh, you know, a long ways off in the future. So say uh, you're not quite sure uh, if, you know, there will be more work coming in three or four years, making uh, a commitment to a piece of equipment especially a heavier specialty piece of equipment, uh, is a real challenge uh, today. And that's a really good point because, you know, you're looking at what kind of jobs you're going to get as a contractor. You kind of look and say, hey, do I want to purchase that heavy equipment? Because based on where the economy is going to go, where you're going to get that next thing. So how do you see the future of looking at that equipment or fleet management in general? I mean, when we look at all of this, managing that fleet, managing that piece of equipment, do you see it's going to be more rentals that people are going to do in managing their types of equipment, saying, because I don't know what I'm going to own, I want to start managing what I'm going to rent or, or how I'm going to do What do you see that future looking like? Yeah, I think the way we see it is the concept around the fleet itself. Um, the concept of having your own fleet and uh, – you know, say five or six pieces of equipment that are basically like uh, tools in a toolbox. Um, we we see that that concept changing, and rather to uh, the fleet being, you know, a global fleet um, of all of the equipment uh, that's out uh, in the world, um, North America, or really the world, that is available to all contractors uh, when you need it, where you need it, and always using the right piece. So rather than purchasing uh, pieces of equipment uh, that can do multiple things, um, either purchasing as an investment one of those pieces or purchasing, uh, or sorry, or renting uh, just the right piece that uh, you need to do that job uh, and having less commitment. So it's more the concept of a global fleet looking at all of the equipment that. Uh, is out there and, and considering it all available to yourself. That's the way we see it. 
So do you think businesses will be conducted differently because as a result of partnering with one customer, partnering with you guys, how do you see that structure of business? Because it's kind of interesting the way you describe it, because I think it's, it's changing the mindset of the construction industry in general. Definitely. Um, so the concept of peer-to-peer sharing um, has been around. The sharing economy has, has been here in the past. You know, you could use Airbnb uh, as an example. Um, they have uh, a term called power users uh, or micro-entrepreneurs, and those are people that take advantage of a, a platform. They may buy uh, homes as investments and put it up on on Airbnb. The thing about construction and the fact that it's business to business, um, we think that it's going to change even faster because all of those people purchase equipment uh, for the point of making money. Uh, it's not like they're purchasing their house to live and they purchase this equipment to, to use and make money every day. Uh, and because of that, we think that, uh, and, and we're actually seeing this already, they're quite willing to adopt the concept of a global fleet, adopt the sharing economy, whether it's with Dozer or, uh, you know, others in the space, and and change their mindset around um, equipment ownership. Uh, you, the, the concept really turns to more, I'm purchasing it as, a, as an investment rather than just a tool in my toolbox. Um, and if I don't want to purchase something as an investment, I'm renting just the right piece that I need now. So, Kevin, i got to ask you, do you ever think the construction industry would consider themselves a power user of technology? I mean, it's kind of an interesting description to say they're power users. Yeah, you know what? I, uh, <clears throat> I think they're starting uh, to see themselves as that, uh, as that, and I think that that would be a very good description of uh, – of contractors these days, of, of the construction industry these days. I actually think that um, because of the peer-to-peer nature uh, <clears throat> and the, uh, the business-to-business nature of the peer-to-peer sharing economy, um, I, I do think that they are leaders, and, and I think that uh, we're going to see them um, push forward in a leadership role in the sharing economy um, faster than we see uh, some of the other uh, sharing economy spaces. Do you think that'll affect things like, you know, because you're seeing that advancements that we're talking in autonomous vehicles uh, in the job site or telematics because you're describing because fleets or what kind of vehicles are you describing this technological advancement? Well, we're seeing uh, technical, technical, technological advancements uh, across the industry. If I use autonomous uh, equipment and autonomous vehicles as an example. Um, you know, we see companies like Tesla putting out, um, you know, autonomous, autonomous uh, cars. Uh, but John Deere, Caterpillar, Komatsu, they've all been doing this for years, and there aren't the same regulations. We're, we're seeing these pieces of equipment actually being used out in the fields, out in mines, uh, they're already working, uh, collecting data and, um, you know, kind of growing this industry. And the sharing economy specifically, 
will be there uh, to help connect them as this becomes the norm. So when we look at this and we're looking right now, we've got the sharing economy you talk about, this new power user you talk about. How will then all that regulation come to bear on this? Because that changes the dynamic, I think, a little bit because you, you kind of have things differently. You have to think about because the construction industry is a pretty re- highly regulated industry in some sense about safety and compliance and OSHA and all that. How does that all come together then? Because that that seems to be like it would be kind of tricky to manage. Well, absolutely. I mean, and I think that's why uh, platforms, uh, you know, similar to Dozer, but, you know, there are others. I think that's why they're so important. uh, They'll play an important part in this. The technology, the autonomous equipment is coming, but it will take uh, platforms like Dozer to help connect those and manage uh, this properly. So, <clears throat> I, I mean, I have to use us as an example, but we have an insurance product in place that will uh, protect an owner's piece of equipment while it's out. It's things like this that platforms like ours will be able to uh, help the industry advance, um, whether it's telematics, whether it's um, logistics, whether, uh, whether it's insurance that's put in place. Um, the sharing economy and platforms that uh, assist that will be, um, they'll be a big part of, of bringing this forward. So there's got to be some safeguards or some safety nets that you're describing for the industry as a whole because of this interoperability that's going to have to take place in order for the industry to kind of move forward as you're describing. Absolutely. I mean, I, <clears throat> I think that that's, uh, um, I think that part of it will be, um, you know, checking the quality of the equipment, checking the quality of the uh, the renter, um, rating the owners and the renters through the process, um, and then having the insurance to back it up. I think the insurance is a really, really um, important part of this process. Um, you know, it's, it's important to... Uh, do the safety checks in the beginning and have put the processes in place, but it's also really important uh, to have the insurance sitting in the background uh, should something go wrong. So you see kind of the, the, the fleet trucking industry kind of followed the passenger vehicle industry. Do you see that changing now? Is where we've got about 30 seconds. So you see this changing. There's going to be this new dichotomy kind of thing occurring. Yes, I think that the trucking industry and then more specifically the equipment industry is going to pull into the lead uh, ahead of the passenger vehicles. Passenger vehicles are uh, a hot topic and in the news, but I think that um, if we really watch closely, the uh, equipment industry is going to lead. It's exciting time. Well, Kevin, I appreciate you being with us. I hope you'll come back and continue the conversation. We, We enjoyed all the time with you today. Thanks so much. All right, thank you. All right, listeners, we're out of time. Stick around. We've got more to talk about right here on ConExpo, ConAg Radio. But in the time break while we take, we want you to go up and sign up for the 365 newsletter because if you haven't, it's got all the latest news impacting the construction marketplace. And also check out AEM.org. We've got all the great reports that they've been putting up. So stick around. Thanks for listening. This is ConExpo, ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. We'll be right back right after this commercial break. 
Thank you for listening to WS Radio. Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business, but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. That's ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org. 